Hello and welcome to episode zero of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer 40k slash Warhammer Fantasy slash Age of Sigmar podcast. Um, I'm your host Matt and joining me on this adventure is uh, my fellow Lord of Chaos, Cameron. How you doing mate? Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Good. I, I thought I'd call you a Lord of Chaos for this one because yeah, obviously you're enough. on the dark side with me as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for this um podcast we thought we would do an episode zero sort of do a little mini show just so we can introduce ourselves or explain what the show is going to be about and then we basically means when we come to episode one we've got this all, all this stuff out of the way and don't have to bore you anymore with it <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so basically what we'll do is we'll explain our backgrounds in regarding to you know 40k and one fantasy age of sigma um and then like i said we'll talk about you know future plans and then social media at the end and um we can leave you be so cameron yep how did you get started in the uh the world of warhammer <laughs> uh well <laughs> many years ago on the banks of the river nile uh no <laughs> oh right okay <laughs> yeah no um that's a new one <laughs> <laughs> no no um no i was in high school um i was like year eight i think um and a buddy uh played warhammer 40k and i went round to his place and he sort of showed off like a little mini uh demo game using just his chaos space marines and i thought it was super neat uh and that was sort of my introduction to the thing as a whole um you know i eventually got some tyranids stuff like that um i mostly what else i I got some marines and things like that as well eventually but I, i mostly did tyranids for a few years there um i got interested in fantasy a bit as well back when warhammer fantasy existed rest in peace mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still out there somewhere um it is, but, it's, uh, it's still there in our hearts don't worry yeah. about that <laughs> and, and um i think there's actually a fan made ninth edition somewhere out there but yeah um yeah no, i've I, heard that i've heard yeah, that rumor yeah. actually that yeah i suppose to be fair there, there's going to be a lot of diehard fans and yeah. know, potentially people listening to this show where they <laughs> obviously struggle to accept age mm. of sigma which it's fine, yeah. you know. It's, yeah, no. you know, different strokes, but on mm. um, yeah, I can imagine a lot of people doing that. Yeah, well, honestly, it's just such a pain to replace all those square bases. <laughs> That's the real reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> no one wants to pay. It's actually, I know we're going slightly off topic, but it's, yeah. it's amazing actually how expensive and time consuming it can be. Um, mm. And what I've noticed people doing on eBay is they're selling like MDF and wooden yeah, yeah. Um, circle bases because they end up being because obviously the mass produce them and mm. you know to be fair once you've based it and added a bit of decoration to it, it yeah yeah fine. it doesn't you wouldn't really know it's a wooden one so yeah that's a that's a, a tactic for people go on ebay <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's the easiest place for everything to be honest <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um but yeah no i got interested in warhammer fantasy this was back when um it was the isle of blood starter set with the high elves and the skaven so i've got um a sort of small force of skaven hidden somewhere in my closet nice. uh that's about all i have for fantasy at the moment but uh <laughs> um i have not <laughs> i've not played age of sigma but i've bought several age of sigma models for use in dungeons and dragons <laughs> yeah see they're they're, they're yeah. good aren't they for that especially they're, they're very good things yeah. yeah, especially like the Stormcast, they can yeah, do as a paladin exactly. and yeah. things like that, yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, I'm going to be picking up a lot more Stormcast this year, probably, <laughs> so... Yeah, 
Well, again, going yeah. back to eBay, that's where they're your friend. <laughs> There's yeah. so much, so mm. much Stormcast on the yeah. eBay at the moment. Well, it's because it's in all the starter kits, and everyone's like, "Well, I only bought this for the chaos, so uh, I don't want any of these." <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good tactic actually. Is to do if you know if you got someone that you can go halves on it with, you can sort of mm. almost split the set with them, can't you? Go, well, I'll have oh, chaos. Yeah, you definitely. have. Uh, you have the uh, mm. the poster boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's sort of my general history with it. I was sort of out of the hobby until fairly recently, uh, but talking yeah. with you sort of pulled me back in. Also, the yeah. slight changes in Games Workshop's policies, which have made it less gougy, at least from a general <laughs> looks perspective. Paying Australian prices is still fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. Excuse, no, my, I... excuse my French, but... <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that's fine. That's a, that's a good. That's a that maybe a quite a common term. Well, <laughs> used throughout the show. Every time they have one <laughs> of those good community way. surveys, and they're like, "Is there anything else you'd like to tell us?" I'm like, "Please stop pricing Australian models at three to four times the British price." <laughs> exactly. After uh, plastic like, sisters of battle as well. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that's no, number can't. one for a lot of people. They already re- they already had to reset the clock. Didn't you see the video? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That, there were five minutes to midnight for Sisters of Battle. Like now, we've got to reset the clock. <laughs> yeah, I, I again, I know we're going slightly off topic, but I, mm-hmm. I just want them to just go and do it. Just people yeah. want plastic sisters. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that it's an easy process to do new molds and no, all the manufacturing no. that comes behind it. Because let's be honest, if if they can, if it was an easy thing, they would have done it already. And mm-hmm. I. I truly believe they're going to do plastic sisters at some point. Yeah, I think no, it's, it's a it's a a when, not an yeah. if. They've officially acknowledged that it's something people really want uh, in that yeah. same video. Um, also, like plastic female forty k models are actually can be designed super well. They've got the um, it's the Inquisitor Greyfax, the female yeah. plastic yeah. Inquisitor. She, yeah, she's, she's nice. She's a really yeah. awesome model, and she yeah, looks she great really as part of a Sisters of Battle sort of army, and. Yeah, just that kind of aesthetic overall would be really cool. They should do it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and also and also the I know it's part of the same universe, but the new Necromunda models, the you know, the House mm, Escher yeah, gang yeah. look amazing. They're amazing. I've I mean I've I've still got my Necromunda box set, the new one still mm. shrink wrapped at the moment, ready to <laughs> open when I've got a spare God knows how many hours. Yeah, spare twenty <laughs> but, hours. Yeah, they, they the models, female models look amazing. So yeah, they, they could go to town with the plastic sisters. And mm, I guarantee that a lot of people would buy them. Yeah, I would. <laughs> They'd be I awesome. would. There's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that game's worth trying to be sent to make a whole, you know, five million Australian dollars for me buying <laughs> yeah. one box of plastic systems. <laughs> I was going to say, it's one box for you. That would just be the uh, the starter force, wouldn't it? It would just be a... Uh, yeah. Just yeah. One, one squad of ten. <laughs> yeah. That'd be five million US dollars, please. <laughs> I mean, um, some, but that's, some of the like pricing said, is not too you, bad, but, but yeah. Some of it's okay. Well, I think you're used to it on everything, aren't you? Video games and everything oh, yeah. else. That yeah. Possible. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not bitter about it at all, but. Um... Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> I definitely didn't, when I went to the UK, buy like half a suitcase worth of, worth of models to take back with me. <laughs> well, to be fair, over here, we, I mean, I, I will pop into Games Workshop to buy stuff, but mm. a lot of the time I do look at the, the, uh, you know some of the suppliers and other shops really because mm. obviously they they get the advantage of having a 
a discount of at least i know some are five ten fifteen percent yeah it, you know it can shave yeah. a bit off the only sort of slight downside is you've often got to buy quite a bit to mm. get free postage you know which to sort yeah. of negate the fact yeah. you could just pop into games workshop and yeah, down exactly. the road and get it um <laughs> like i think like one of the stores you have to spend at least 80 pounds or something like that and wow which yeah, is not okay. which to be fair is quite an easy thing to spend yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take wow. much to in this hobby to do it yeah um, but yeah so that's um yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so that's that's your uh background on the, yeah. the hobby yeah getting back into cool. with some 40k gonna pick up some age of sigma eventually because they're so they're really good for dnd uh just buy a bunch of skeletons uh <laughs> yeah exactly like and also yeah. we, we were i was gonna say we were talking about using store you were i think it was yourself and i talking about using stormcast mm. for like uh yeah. chaos marines and yep Yep. noise marines and things like that so i've yeah. seen someone do a really good conversion job using some of the stormcast stuff so i'm gonna base some stuff off that yeah <laughs> nice liking it but yeah it's it's funny actually because one thing you sort of alluded mm-hmm. to is that it's good that we've both got back into this hobby considering yeah. we we've sort of met on another podcast you know for anyone listening <laughs> you know we we're co-hosts along with uh, another gentleman called Dave uh, called Monster Dear Monster where we talk about monsters and in film video uh, books etc but then we mm. sort of all three of us realized we really like mini- we, we at least got a background in miniatures and, and mm. war gaming and things like that yeah. um, and obviously me and yourself particularly like you know the Warhammer or the Games mm. Workshop yeah. uh, universes whereas Dave's not you know he's more into the other sort of things really so yeah and then that's where we thought hey let's do this podcast let's talk about it yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, um, I'll t- quickly talk about my sort of rough background yeah, in Games yeah. Workshop as well. Um, I, from memory, because I'm a bit older than you, so I started yeah. with uh, Warhammer 40k Second Edition, which is that one where you got the uh, the Blood Angels Captain and the oh, Orcs yeah. on the front of it. Classic yeah. for me. That back in that day, it was great. Because, and I suppose as an as a impressionable child, I loved all the. <laughs> <laughs> all the uh shiny uh codexes and things like that because yeah. i've started trying to collect some of the old second edition codexes and it's amazing when if you actually look at the how the codexes have evolved uh you know even just like the front covers for example the the, the second edition were just all colorful and shiny and you know if you look mm. at the tyranids one the eldar one oh, you know, yeah. they had codexes for like <laughs> even the ultramarines had its own code codex and they just all look you know ca- almost ca- slightly cartoonish but in a really cool way and then obviously mm. the codexes started getting a bit more darker and a bit more <laughs> you know grimy yeah. and then yeah. they've sort of now come back a bit to being a bit more effective so yeah that's sort of how i started 40k i i think just i had a friend who at that age because i was probably i know eight nine years old um and i'm almost in my mid 30s so it's quite a while ago trying to remember get these memories out and yeah i think i had a school friend that was really into uh i think into actually why i'm a fantasy at the time but then it, yeah because I've, I've got slightly more of a sci-fi uh thing than fantasy and in, in general i sort of swayed towards 40k and i think obviously i started with space marines because that's what most people do, which is yeah, you know what, they, yeah. what Games Workshop want. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, but then to be fair, quickly I started um, going towards Chaos Space Marines because back in those days you you didn't really have many options with Chaos Space Marines. So I think I said mm. to you before where you end up, what I ended up doing was buying normal Marines and buying some 
undead skeletons and yeah and obviously just taking skulls off them you know replacing knee pads and things like that so just yeah, to yeah. sort of chaos them up um i did also get at the same time i did start getting into warhammer fantasy which was fourth edition i believe at that time um i started i think i went straight in for chaos really um <laughs> i think it was to an to get to annoy the 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 my friend at the time at school because he was a massive empire player at uh, the time yeah. and you know and i thought and he was a bit of a a goody two shoes in general uh, and i yeah. thought you know that suited him being the empire <laughs> and i thought you know what i'm gonna be chaos because yeah. you know i'm gonna go all against your, you <laughs> all your demons summoning <laughs> your bad exactly <laughs> exactly i thought well let's let's you know i've got that vibe going so let's uh let's continue it into my uh wargaming hobby as well and 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 a mutual friend of ours um was a orcs and goblins player and ah, those yeah. two i was sort of on the, i was sort of slightly on the side those two guys would be you know always bit bickering with each other like no empire's mm. better walks are better um as uh 10 year olds do yeah. <laughs> and then obviously i'll be on the side of chaos and say look i'm gonna wipe you out all eventually <laughs> <laughs> fast uh, forward quite a few years <laughs> when I it did mean, actually happen yeah it did actually happen <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so in a way i predicted it back then all oh yeah ago. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i just i you know i just continued with the hobby on those side of things used to go down to local tournaments down at the game at the local store and you know to sort of get involved with things i always remember actually i was thinking this earlier that i remember i there was this um 40k tournament like a global one across all the stores mm. um yeah. it was called the from memory i could be i could have got this wrong but it was called the sun squigs and storm bolters tour um <laughs> that sounds awesome and yeah. i remember and that's it i remember i won a t-shirt not for oh, my nice. gaming prowess but mainly because i sc- i screamed the loudest so with basically <laughs> the manager of the store took me and this other kid you know side by the the table and said right whoever can scream the loudest and basically go red in the face quickest <laughs> will win this t-shirt um i think it's because mainly the manager didn't really it wasn't really into playing the games yeah. he was more into as a salesman which I yeah. didn't really n- notice as a kid. No. And obviously as an adult, I, I realise that now, <laughs> looking back. <laughs> but he he put this competition to us. I won it. Um, and he's like, here's a T-shirt. And I remember I had this this black T-shirt with a big picture of a squig on the front of it. And it, like I said, it said, Sun Squigs and Storm Bolters Tour. And it said, mm. let's hit the beach at the bottom. And yeah, <laughs> and it was just some... It, I just, it was just, and that's why I loved the hobby. I liked the fact that you could get involved in these things. I've, I've never, yeah. I'm not, I've never been a competitive player, and I probably never, and I never will be. But I like the fact you can get into these things, and you know, you got all these funny little stories that you can, you know, sort of bring out. And, and like, an, like another little story I thought of as well that <laughs> I remember again at the same age, I really wanted a Space Marine Predator tank at the time for yeah. whatever reason. I thought, oh, that tank looks amazing. And obviously, I was at the age where realistically now it's probably about i don't know 15 pounds to buy which yeah you could easily yeah. buy now whereas that was w- months or weeks oh, worth yeah. of pocket money at the time yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i remember i was trying i was trying to get my mum to buy it for me and obviously she was resistant to it and my, my my tactic of trying to get her to buy it at the time was well i'll paint it whatever colors you want mum you know so so that was <laughs> so you buy it but I'll paint it. And I was like there, like with a little notepad saying, look, I can do it this color if you want, that color. Uh, it didn't work. She never bought it for me. No, no, <laughs> she obviously saw through my, my way of doing it. 
um and then yeah I, I played up and i think i continued with the hobby uh until sort of mid-teens and then i it, it got to the point where when white metal was taken over from lead at the time mm. and obviously they were still yeah. struggling with like the plastic sprues and things like that i I stopped and, you know, I discovered, you know, clubbing and drinking and things like that. And I sort of <laughs> left the hobby for quite a while. And I've always kept up with it in the sense that mm. I've always read the books. I've always read the Black Library books. I'm always, you know, playing any of the video games that come out. Just so I'm always yeah, been involved. Yeah. And then obviously now that, I know it sounds sad, but now I've got people to talk to about it again. <laughs> I.e. people like yourself and yeah. Dave and anyone else that will be in part of the community. I can... I feel like I, because I've had a gap where I've had no one really to talk to about it. Like yeah, my, my yeah. real life friends, uh, like one of my, my best friend, he likes models, but he he was, he has no interest in this side of things. He doesn't like mm. painting and, and putting them together and, and that sort of thing. He's like, he's the sort of person that will buy like a, you know, like a model helicopter or something. Yeah. And that'll be, yeah. you know, and that'll be it. Just something to show. So um, I've tried, I've worked on him <laughs> and he won't give in. <laughs> he ah, will not well. commit to this, ah, well. this hobby. <laughs> but yeah and then obviously here we are once again to talk about warhammer and fantasy age sigmar and 40k yeah um yeah. i mean do you have a particular favorite of the you know of the, the you know because i'm i know i'm adding fantasy to this but <laughs> i think you sort of have to in a way because it's still yeah oh yeah prominent you know what would you if you had to pick which one would be your favorite oh uh, um hmm that's really spot. yeah that's really difficult um <laughs> <laughs> it would I have basically zero experience with Age of Sigma as its own thing. I've always only used it for other things, so that's probably yep. out right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to read stuff about it and things like that. I'm going to collect probably a couple small forces from it, but at the moment I know not too much of it, <laughs> so yep. that's kind of out of the bat right now. Um, yeah, that's fine. And then it's between 40K and Fantasy, and <sighs> see, the problem is Fantasy has just such a big well-developed world like it's 30 years <laughs> of all this yep. lore and story being all put together and i love it so so much so like on that side fantasy definitely wins for me like 40k's got its own very deep lore and all these great books and stories and everything but the fantasy world is one i like more overall like i again yeah love 40k as well but if i had to choose uh, which apparently you're putting a bolt gun to my head uh <laughs> i am i'm on a power sword as well yeah, yeah, but then in terms, <laughs> but then in terms of like actual playable forces, I probably actually like 40k better because I'm yeah. also really into sci-fi and I love all the different things like that. A lot, like a lot of fantasy stuff is pretty sort of standard tropey. You know, you've got the dwarves; they like gold and they like technology. They, they, they've got a few things to mix it up, but in mm -hmm. you know, these are the humans. They're sort of late medieval. They've got some black powder weapons, but mostly they're a bit religious, a bit intelligent, and they've just got a bunch of dudes. Um, Chaos is just the angry Vikings in traditional fantasy <laughs> setting as well, uh, <laughs> which to me I always really liked. It's you know you got to prepare for the day that all these giant men just kind of walk down from the north, saying oh, it's too cold up there. We're gonna have a bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, I would say fantasy for the lore slash world and 40k for the actual, like, faction lore and minis and things. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a, a good diplomatic answer. I like it. <laughs> what about yourself? <laughs> I, um, I, I, I think, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I would sway definitely, like I said earlier, towards 40k more. Yeah. Um, I think just because, in general, I just prefer 
sci-fi over fantasy in general but mm. saying that i think when i used to play more of the actual games i think i used to enjoy warhammer fantasy more yeah i think it's yeah. because you can have i'm not saying you can't have epic battles in mm. 40k but i think with the fantasy especially back in the day when you had the square bases and you'd have yeah. lines and lines of you'd soldiers you could just yeah yeah and <laughs> i just think that now allows it to be what it did at the time it allowed it to be just a bit more epic i would say yeah but i think oh, the actual law and the actual like you know the, the books and all the fluff mm. behind it i'm i probably sway towards more 40k but i suppose in a way that's probably a good thing going forward with this show because ultimately we've obviously got both got a good knowledge of 40k and fantasy mm. and yeah. we're learning age of sigma um yeah. you know which is yeah. still in the grand scheme of t- things relatively new because obviously you had 30 years of fantasy and now you've had what a cut back two years of <laughs> yeah Age of Sigma. Years of Sigma. um i mean and i'm i'm you know i'm reading up i'm learning and it's it's i'm playing catch up and i'm getting there with it and mm. it's and it's really you know really fascinating actually so we'll in a way we'll you know between this we'll come together i'm sure and yeah. we'll you know yeah. we'll um <laughs> sort of be quite educated on this um which sort of i think fits in quite nicely with what i'll to go on about is obviously what the plans for this show actually is and what we're trying to do and and mm. all that side of things um i mean ultimately the my sort of thoughts with this show and obviously speaking to yourself cameron is that yeah. what we would do is this would this show would be a a podcast that's more focused on the law hypothetical situations you know discussing mm. factions but more from a flavor and fluff point of view as opposed to yes this unit is really good you know for yeah. 500 yeah. points and you know we're well, not you know i'm not saying we would never <laughs> touch upon it but realistically we're not going to be talking about competitive gaming in no, this no. hobby because we're not we're not of that ilk so whereas yeah. we're more like i said fluff and hobby type yeah, yeah. so that is actually what what we're going to do is we're going to explore and and basically educate ourselves but also educate you know people listening as well and you know just share share stories share theories and things like that we've got a few little uh discussion points planned already you know for the next few shows and then and obviously we'll keep evolving with that we'll we'll do some reviews you know of maybe some of the black library books or some of the codexes battle tomes. so we will get into yeah. that and we can you know i'm not saying we won't we would never do oh this unit isn't you know isn't very good or this unit's very good <laughs> for a reason but it won't be yeah. on a meta basis it'll be more of a yeah, yeah this yeah. this unit's really cool look what it can do sort yeah, of thing yeah, and, exactly. and then maybe how it how that you know goes into the actual lore and, and fluff side of things yeah so yeah. um so starting with next episode episode you know which will be the official episode one um <laughs> the sort of general format will be is we'll co- you know look to cover cover like the hobby stuff first like what we've been working on what we've been painting yeah. etc then talk about anything that's in the news or any you know any rumors that have come out or releases or things that we all um that you know are prevalent at the time and then the sort of the main bulk of the show would be a com either one or a couple of things either we'll be doing like i said a review of something or we'll be going right we're going to focus on this faction and talk talk about it or what we will probably like to do which is i think it'll be quite interesting is we'll we're going to try and think of some i wouldn't say an argument point but something <laughs> where we'll ask like a hypothetical situation yeah um yeah. you know and, th- and and we'll discuss it and think you know and sort of get some ideas on it and think right would this is this right do you think this will like you know for example you know one that we'll have upcoming in a future episode is you know i I said to you to me should the dark elves be part of the order um great grand alliance 
in Age of Sigmar. You know, I'm I'm a bit skeptical about that. I mean, we'll and you know there'll be a future show where we'll have a yeah, discussion yeah. about that. Um, and obviously, the plan for episode one at this moment, unless something changes in between, <laughs> is we're going to be covering and talking about Malign Portents that's recently come out yeah. on the Age of Sigmar side of things, and then we're going to talk about uh, Death Watch having Primaris Marines and sort of yes. our views and thoughts and theories on that. Should be quite cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, in a nutshell, will be what Realm and Ruins about. Um, and you know, it it will evolve. I'm sure. You know, it's mm, just uh, we're just you know, this is we're just starting off, kicking it off. We're just two guys that like talking about the Warhammer universes, yeah, really, and yeah. <laughs> what's in them, <laughs> and you know, just get to geek out on them, really, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get um, more motivation to actually do stuff. <laughs> well, exactly, and I think I think you will because I'm, you know, we're ultimately we're, we're at, you know we're adults working full time jobs and all our other commitments <laughs> and things like that. So, but you know, the bottom line is we're both. It's you know, it's a hobby and universe or universes that we're both passionate about, and you know, it would just be it would just be fun because I listen to a lot of other podcasts regarding Age of Sigmar mm. and Forty yeah. K, and they're fantastic. There's some really good shows out there, um, but obviously a lot of them focus on the competitive gaming side of things which is which is fantastic because obviously there's a massive audience for that whereas i think yeah, this will be yeah. quite nice that we sort of look at the other side of things and just yeah just use the rule of cool really aren't we yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh cool. we're your we're your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast uh. absolutely <laughs> absolutely so yeah um is there anything before we wrap up with all the social media and links and everything like that, is there anything else you want to add cameron um don't think so. Nothing's immediately coming to mind. I think you've pretty well covered no. our plans for the show. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that was that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, I've got it in my notes. <laughs> Excellent. So, so yeah. So that, like I said, that's um, the sort of gist of this episode zero. It's just like a little mini show, just to sort of kick us off. And it means when it mm. comes to episode one, when we look to record that shortly, we've already got this side of things, our backgrounds and everything out of the way, and we can go straight into the sort of the meat yeah. of the show. Really, yeah. we show um, you our hobby credentials. Exactly. <laughs> Here is our hobbying CV. And what, and a CV that's going to continue. <laughs> it's oh, going to yeah. keep getting added to. Yeah. <laughs> so um, regarding things like social media and things like that, um, you can find the show on Twitter at uh, Realm and Ruin uh, with the word, the actual word and in the middle. Uh, the website, which is www.realmandruin.com. Uh, same spelling and facebook www.facebook.com slash realm and ruin as well um and then slowly we're going to add you know ourselves to youtube and, yeah. and all the other sites when we've got yeah. you know ideas going but you know it, again still early them. days <laughs> <laughs> exactly i think yeah i think we can get some good ideas out on that oh yeah I'm um sure. definitely and the and lastly you can find on twitter which is sort of the main website that me and Cameron frequent, which is um, yeah. where you can find me at Ninja Badger Seven, the number seven. And where can they find you, Cameron? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at Knight underscore Twitten. That's Knight without a K. Excellent. There you go. You've got plenty to look into, and you know there should be a little gap between this episode going out and the first episode. So basically, if you've mm. got any thoughts on uh, malign portents and got any thoughts on the possibility of the Death Watch having Primaris Marines, i.e., should they have them? Would they have them? Is it you know? Is it acceptable? You know, and if they, if it was acceptable, you know, what? How do you think that would roll out? Then you know, obviously send them yeah. into the places that I've just mentioned. Um, and that's it for episode zero. That's gone quick. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was only a little one. I'm sure our actual yeah. episode one will probably be 15 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. We'll probably get in the middle. We'll fit a full tutorial for death watching your Primaris <laughs> I know. I, I can already see it. Nah, but this is great because we we like we love doing this sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah oh, it's, it's always good. good to chat. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need to chat to us, you've got the links. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening to this little short show. I hope you've understood what the plan is with this with the podcast and you know the community will hopefully bring from this and uh, we'll look forward to hearing you or listen you know hearing from us on the uh, next show thank you very much yeah. thank you bye goodbye